from Los Angeles, California, this is the Writer Strike Chronicles, and I'm Tanya Barnes. On day five of the Writer Strike, Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane walked the picket lines. He also gave a speech at the protest rally held at the steps of the Fox Court building. His timing is impeccable because the final complete episode of Family Guy is set to air this Sunday, November 11th, on the Fox Networks. November is Sweeps Month in television land, and I read in Animation Magazine that the show's producers are considering bringing in non-WGA writers to complete the remaining shows for the sweeps. However, it's worth noting that McFarlane also does a majority of the voices on the show, so it just may be impossible for Fox to continue production anyway. This recording took place on Friday, November 9th, 2007. Before we begin, we must thank the LAPD who have been unbelievable in helping us organize this event. Make sure you watch the traffic on Pico, people, all right? I want to give a shout-out to Tom Johnson, a writer, member of the Guild, who has already taken a hit for the cause. Um, you know, we're here at the base of the Die Hard building, so I guess the slogan of the day should be, Yippee-ki-pay, motherfuckers. <laughs> Mike Scully wrote that for me before I came up here. I guess that technically makes him a scam, but let's give him a break. <laughs> You know, the last time I was here at Fox Plaza, it was to see prototypes for a new line of Family Guy action figures. It was the first glimmer of what would become a huge line of merchandise. And I will tell you that I was almost as inspired as I am today. The sight of all you people gathered here in unity together to fight for your right to a fair contract tells me without a shadow of a doubt we are going to win this thing. I know there's some uncertainty, there's some anxiety, there's fear about the future, but I will tell you one thing that may just shed a little extra light on the situation. When Family Guy was first picked up by Fox, uh, I was inexperienced, I had no credibility, I was facing a lot of skeptics. After the show was staffed, and we were all set to start writing show one of season one, we effectively went on strike. Every primetime Fox animated show was uniting to, for, uh, to force a resistance studio to allow animated sitcoms to join the guild. It was coincidence that it happened to fall on the birth of our show, but we joined our fellow animation writers in this important advancement of progress. The strike, such as it was, lasted a whopping three days, at which time the big office conceded our rights and allowed us into the guild. Now, why so quick? Because they knew they were screwing us. They were just waiting for us to make a little noise about it. They never would have made the offer on their own. That would have been bad business. And that is exactly why what we're all doing today is so vitally important. They know damn well they're in the wrong here. The logic would be obvious to a child. A novelist receives fair royalties for their books. A musician receives fair royalties for their songs. Screenwriters deserve fair royalties for their work. And make no mistake about it, folks. What you're doing here is working. These companies can't survive without us for long. 
even though it often seems as if their attitude is, you know, if we could just get rid of all these damn writers, actors, and directors, we could actually run a studio here. <laughs> yes, but what would you sell? Lemonade or Girl Scout cookies? Now, I won't demonize an entire studio because I do know a lot of good, decent people right here at Fox who feel helpless themselves right now. They want a quick end to this thing just like we do. And those people go very far up the ranks, and I do look forward to working with them again when this is over and we're all awkwardly pretending like it never happened. <laughs> and it's vital that the corporations remember. The Writers Guild wants to negotiate and start talking again, to find a resolution and get back to work. Writers are your partners in the creation of entertainment, and you can't be giving them the finger. And it is once again important, I'll be the fifth guy to do it, because it's important that we acknowledge our loyal friends from the Screen Actors Guild who have gotten behind us in this cause. We are beyond grateful for your support, and I will personally sleep with each and every one of you when this is over. But no butt stuff. Okay, butt stuff. Another sign that our friends on the other side of the negotiating table are grasping at straws is this. On day two and a half of the strike, the studio took the liberty of firing every assistant who works for, for Family Guy. It was a desperate punitive act. They terminated the hardworking folks who make the least amount of money. Now, I'm sure that not paying the assistants their Bill Gates level salaries helped to ease the serious financial... I just turned into Kermit the Frog there. What the hell was that? Hey, oh, we're on strike. Um, to ease the serious financial burden faced by the studio on day two and a half of the strike. Instead of negotiating, they chose to lash out at the little guys, essentially saying, look what you made me do. You made me so angry I hit the kids and it's your fault. <laughs> Very classy move. But such a desperate move tells me, once again, what we're doing is working. And I would urge all showrunners whose assistants are terminated, if you have the means, keep paying your assistants. Because the strike is about the little guys. These residuals are extremely important to them. And I would say to the members of the press, if you take nothing else away from this event, remember this. There is a huge public misconception about Hollywood writers. The vast majority are not millionaires. They are middle class. They live in homes that look to me like the house I grew up in and my parents were teachers. These royalties will make a big difference to them. And paying them will not make a difference to the corporate bigwigs, except maybe they can't afford to paint that unicorn on the side of their private jet. <laughs> or they have to switch from Oreos to Hydrox. <laughs> All right, we've got some East Coast people. <laughs> so I will close 
with a few words from Stewie, which will probably get me sued. Whether your goal is taking over the world or just trying to get a fair shake from the Ebenezer Scrooges who would rather get mad cow disease than part with one penny of those little stacks of coins they count every evening. There is strength in numbers. Not the TV show numbers, I'm talking about just the plain plural noun numbers. Your union is doing precisely what it was designed to do, and if you stick with it just a little longer, victory will be ours! That was Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane giving a speech at the Rider Strike protest rally held at the steps of the Fox Court building. You have been listening to the Rider Strike Chronicles. I'm Tanya Barnes. For more information, visit my website, www.tanyabarnes.com slash WGA. That's www. Tanya, T-A-N-J-A, Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, dot com slash W-G-A. Feel free to give me a shout out at 310-439-8754 or ping me at W-G-A strike 2007 at gmail.com. Music is by Falik off the album Evolution, which can be found at magnatune.com.